Hey, family, welcome to another live Q&A with yours truly. My name is Joshua Ezzi, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And these live Q&A videos an opportunity for me to serve you from my exegetical ability, from my experiences, just from my expertise, man. So I'm looking forward to serve you all. So as everyone is coming in live, let me know where you're watching from. What city, what state, where all that good stuff, and those who's been rocking me for a long time, whether you've been subscribed for 14 years or 14 minutes, I want to say thank you all so much for being a subscriber here on my YouTube channel. And as everyone is coming in, those listening too, we have a lot of people that listen. And if you're looking to listen to these videos, listen to this content, make sure you subscribe or uh, connect with me, whether it's on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream your podcast, make sure you go ahead and do that there, man. So you'll be able to, while you're at work, while you're driving, you'll be able to listen um, to what is being shared here. But as everyone is coming in, let me just share some new resources. My latest book, The Wholeness Journal, is now available. It's uh, a book that helps you process whether or not you're whole enough to hold the precious things of life. Over 120 questions, 25 articles, and a 52-week wholeness accountability journal in the back. This book is a great resource, man. One of the best things I've created thus far. Also, you can also get the whole card game. The first one who spell holes wins. It's a, a creative, fun game for you to play with significant other, play with family, play with kids, play with your children. I mean, <laughs> play with uh, different different people like that. And the first one who spell whole wins. So each letter you put down, there's a discussion question as well as an opportunity to either do an exercise, uh, do mathematical equations, uh, encourage someone. It's just a cool way to just process the little bitty things that helps you hold the big things well. So that's available also now on my website, imunplugged.com. Great resources there. Let's get here. I think we got some people here. We got Falls Glow. What's going on? Hope you're well. We got Nita Gaddy, Jacksonville, Arkansas. Thank you so much for watching. Falls Glow says, what are the signs God is getting ready to move you to another location or job? Um, the thing you have to do as a believer is make sure that you're more familiar with God than you are focused on the next move. Because the more you flow with God, the more you're familiar with him and his character, um, you'll know when you know. Right. Uh, but some of the signs that God is getting ready to move you when things begin to pull away from you, uh, friendships, opportunities, things begin to uh, uh, stop. That's not for everyone. But oftentimes, like the uh, gentleman, uh, Elijah, who was at the brook, the brook began to dry up. The ravens began to stop bringing food. The comforts are not there in, in a certain way. What I mean by comforts, we're not talking about the comfort that we have in God. We're just talking about certain things just begin to pull away, give you that nudge that this place is not waiting to be anymore. Another sign that it could be God moving to the location is when you feel it in your spirit, when you begin to see different things that's pointing you to a particular city, you begin to see confirmation. God is never going to have you move in a direction without confirmation. He would have already spoken that city in your spirit. He would have already spoken that location in your spirit. And then over a period of time before he moves you, you'll begin to feel confirmation. You'll begin to see confirmation. You'll begin to hear confirmation. And there will be a settling in your spirit. And you know it's God getting ready to move when there's provision for you to move. When you begin to see God providing opportunities uh, to go in that direction, that's when you know it's time for uh, uh, some of the signs that God is moving you. So I hope that helped. Just, I don't want to go too much in that because I don't want people to make these points gospel and they start looking for these different things because that's, the, that's why the most important thing is for you to fellowship with God. 
so that you could become familiar with him and you could become familiar when God moves. See, I know when God wants me to move or do something. I notice in my own life, things begin to get stripped away. Um, um, I just, I just follow God and, and I just know, like when I stepped in front of this house, I just knew no matter, I'm so familiar with God and how he has moved me in the past. That becomes my confirmation in me pushing forward. Hope to help. Miss D says, Hey coach, how, how, uh, hope you're well. Hey coach, hope you're well. Why is God silent when I feel I most need to hear his will or instructions? Do you hear God audibly? Why doesn't he speak to everybody like that? Well, many people can't handle his voice. Uh, many people can't handle um, direction or instruction audibly. Um, some people may be freaked out. Some people may be scared. And I think God's just a good steward over the human experience, knowing that not all humans can really handle a God speaking with that with that base and with that soundness, with that conviction, with that with that power. Right. So maybe that's one of the reasons why God doesn't speak audibly all the time. And oftentimes, why would God speak audibly if we barely listen to people that's trying to speak in our lives? Just another sideway on that. Um, but your first question, why is God silent when I feel I most need to hear his will and instruction? Well, oftentimes the teacher, if we really look at it, the teacher is quiet during testing time. Because testing is an opportunity to see the treasures that was deposited in you, to see the toughness in you. And oftentimes he is quiet or silent because you need to see how you respond to his silence. See, oftentimes uh, faith is not proven when there's constant communication. Faith is not proven when God is just working on our behalf every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every month, right? That's easy to find comfort there. Can we still stand in faith when he's not talking? Do we still believe that he's there when he's not talking? For instance, uh, if your relationship is based on always communicating, then there's really no trust in that relationship. There's no security in that relationship. What I mean by that, me and my wife could be in the same room and not talk for hours, but our presence is communicating. Our body is communicating. She could be reading a book. I could be reading a book, but our presence is there. Sometimes we get so caught up on wanting to hear God specifically because we, uh, because we desire what we want him to say versus what we desire to hear from him based upon our our will for our life. I saw a post that it's hard to hear from God when you've already came to the conclusion of what you wanted him to say. So, so many people, they already know what they want God to say. Therefore, they don't want to wait to listen to God. And they utilize this empty space by which they believe God has spoken to justify their execution, right? And so oftentimes we just got to be okay with his presence. His presence is enough. His presence brings peace. His presence brings joy, right? And so the, the thing could be is that we don't want you to be so caught up on the instruction, so caught up on the will of God that you forget about the weight of God, the presence of God that's around you. And that's what brings comfort. Um, when you're driving with a GPS, the GPS doesn't hold a conversation with you as you're driving. The GPS doesn't say, how's your day? The GPS don't do all that kind of stuff. But when it's time to make a turn, the GPS will let you know uh, 600 feet, 800 feet, two miles away that there is a turn coming. The same is with God. God communicates with us. He fellowships with us, right? But when it comes with direction, when it comes to instruction, you're not going to hear from God until you're about two miles out from a turn. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy his presence until you get to a turn, right? So do you, I hear God audibly. I've, I've heard God audibly maybe once in my life when I was at Oral Roberts University. That was it. 
but I, but there's a there's a speaking, there's a still voice in my spirit. There's a sensing. God speaks in multiple different ways, right? So don't look for the audible voice of God. Look at the the arrangements of how He speaks. How He speaks through nature. How He speaks through people. How He speaks through confirmation. How He speaks from His spirit inside of you. And so that's that's just the best advice I can give you on that. I hope that I hope that helped you find confidence more in His presence more so than what you uh, may want to specifically hear from him. God's girl. Hey, Coach Josh, Charlotte in the house again. Thank you for watching. Coco Mo. Uh, uh, oh, y'all talking to each other. Okay, gotcha. Jojo says, hey, what's up, Coach? It's Jojo from Fort Worth. What's up, family? How do I stay focused and loyal to God when he's about to bless me? Um, you, the verse says, uh, there's a verse that kind of reveals the heart that we should have in these situations where the verse that says, uh, make me Lord, make me not poor that I steal, nor make me rich that I leave you. You don't give me what's just for me. Right. Uh, and what, what that verse is echoing is the idea or the mindset that we should have in regards towards, uh, uh God ultimately gets the glory out of my life. I got to make sure I steward this with the mind focused on me being accountable for what I do. One thing that gets me going or gets me, uh, positions me to steward money well or to steward things well is that I'm going to be held accountable. You know, I I, I don't want to be, I don't want to uh, get blessed and then bow out from God. And oftentimes God is not going to give you certain things when he knows your heart is going to drift from him. Right. And so what you got to do is to start developing systems in your life, checkpoints, moments of self-evaluation, self-examination to audit how you're living. Self-examination has become a lost art, my friend. And a lot of people don't examine themselves as often as they need to. Uh, and what I mean by that is that every evening I always think, how was I today? At the end of every week, I ask myself, how was I this week? I always self-examine. Sometimes I self-examine myself uh, uh, every three hours or so, just depending on how pressuring and tight the day was. I assess, when should I rebound? What do I need to repent of? How do I regroup? How can I release the anointing? Whatever it is, I assess myself to make sure I'm my best self. All right. So when the blessings come, don't take the blessings and run. Take the blessings by bit, by bit, by bit. Right. So that when the blessings come, you're settled and you really just take a step back and go, OK, how should I operate within this blessing? How should I steward this blessing? Because I want to make sure God gets the glory from this blessing and always assess your heart, fam. And, 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 and it all boils down to um, the goodness of God. God is the one that gave you that. So steward it well. Michaela, what's going on, sis? Hope you're well. Keep me updated. PTLA says, hey, coach, I'm getting ready and building. Got a lot to share soon. What's up, family? Please let me know. I look forward to hearing. Did I post your question? Yeah. I look forward to hearing about it, fam. Falls Glow says, confirmation. Wow, thanks, bro. God gets the glory. Uh, PTL says, what email do you use, by the way, just to make sure? Just email me through my website so I won't get spammed on my email. I don't want to send my email on YouTube and it gets spammed. Just go to my website and just message me how you normally message me, fam. I believe you have my uh, number already. Nita, uh, Natila Gaddy says, how do you deal with an ex-husband who cheated? Now he's a stalker and creepy. Um, Get the uh, officers involved. See what I'm saying? Like when people start doing all that stalking stuff, creeping stuff, hold them accountability with the laws of the land. Uh, but personally, how do you deal with that? Um, don't 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 allow fear to grip you because fear will control you. 
right? Uh, uh, what I would do is is uh, have a conversation possibly if you feel comfortable. But now if he's stalker and creepy, uh, uh, I would have one at least one conversation. Say, hey man, I don't like what you're doing. I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable in what you're doing, and I will get X, Y, and Z involved, right? And maybe go ahead and get you a little pow pow. Start getting you something, you know what I'm saying? To protect yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, if you want to be creepy like that, make sure you carry like that. I'm not saying you go out there and hurt nobody, but what I'm saying is put certain systems and measures in place to make sure you feel safe and make sure you communicate with him that if you continue to do this thing, I'm going to get people involved, right? Um, because you got to sustain your peace. Um, so I hope that helped. You know, but but please do everything through the spirit of God. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Pray tonight. I want you to pray tonight. Say, Father, lead me in this situation. Give me guidance in situation. Holy Spirit, reveal to me how I should move in this situation. And Father, um, uh, Holy Spirit, deal with his heart. And then you'll be surprised what the Holy Spirit do in the meantime. Michaela says, how do you deepen your spiritual discernment and allow the Holy Spirit to read the word to you? Great question. I have this book that I really do believe is going to bless a lot of people and helps a lot of people, Michaela. Um, I hope I said your name right. Yeah, yes, Michaela. Counterfeit or counterpart, how to continue to discern the will of God in every area of your life. This is one of the giftings that God has placed in my life is the gift of discernment. And so God uh, blessed me with the opportunity to write this book. It talks about how to spot counterfeits. It talks about how a counterfeit is anything that we try to force fit in our lives. And a counterpart is God's things that plays a major part in our lives, right? And I look at the word counter. On the counter of our lives are so many things. Um, we uh, we uh, purchase things from counters. Um, things are displayed on counters. Uh, business deals are made over counters, right? And so when you look at your life as a counter, then you will see the things that are placed on it, and then you will be able to determine through your flesh with God what is a counterfeit or a counterpart. But how to deepen your spiritual discernment is to not move too fast. It's to slow your life down. It's to, it's to check your heart's desire and seeing if it's overbearing to the place of lust, right? Not lust as sexually, but lust as in greed, lust as in selfish ambitions, right? And to modify your heart through the reading of God's word. Allow the word of God to modify your heart, trusting God's timing, trusting how God does things, and slowing your life down. The Bible says, test every spirit to see if it's of God. And that book talks about ways to test, to test his temperament to test the outcome, to test different things uh, um, in that thing so that you'll see if that thing is for you. Um, and uh, you deepen your spiritual discernment by deepening your devotion to the spirit of God, getting to know him, um, slowing your life down, trusting his timing, um, allowing the word of God to renew your mind, um, looking at things thoroughly enough, examining things, examining yourself, uh, um, um, uh, removing unnecessary things that clouds our judgment or that clutters our lives so that we can have a clear mind, um, changing your diet, eating certain foods that don't cause depression or inflammation of the brain, inflammation of the body that causes there to be sluggishness, that causes there to be addictions or eagerness. It's, it's, one, it's, it's, it's a lot of different things that helps deepen your spiritual discernment, make sure that your whole body and your whole being is aligned to the will of God, aligned to the spirit of God, and you're and you're clear from unnecessary junk. And how to how and how and allow the Holy Spirit to read the word to you. What I normally do, I just open up my Bible, open up the Bible on my app, and I just literally say this sentence: Holy Spirit, read this to me. Show me things you never showed anyone. Show me things that you specifically want me to see. And and I just I just take a deep breath and I just start reading. I, at first, I read from my regiment, 
And then I allow the Holy Spirit to kind of guide me through the pages. So right now I'm in the book of Luke and I read a proverb a day, right? And so those are my baseline readings, right? And then from there, the Holy Spirit may lead me to Corinthians. The Holy Spirit may drop a word in my mind. Then I go to Google and look up the top scriptures, scriptures on fear, scriptures on faith, scriptures on money, whatever it is. I look up those scriptures and then I just, I just follow him. And then when I feel like there's a stop here, like when I read my word, I don't just read casually. I read uh, uh, comfortably. What I mean by that is, is that if I feel the spirit of God say, stop at this verse, I stop at that verse. And when I stop at that verse, I ask that verse questions. What is this verse saying? What is this verse in context? I read 10 verses up, 10 verses below. I do some of these things to kind of feel the vibe, feel the flow of the spirit. And then he'll start dropping words in my heart. And see, as a preacher, I, I, I look at the scriptures potentially. Uh, what's the potential message from this? Is there a potential book from this? Is this a potential quote from this? And I just ask a question until I feel the Holy Spirit saying, uh, now write a post from this or now um, develop a video from this. See, if you just keep reading without finding the Holy, without a with the Holy Spirit, you'll be surprised how much gold you uh, you um you walked over, how much oil that you walked over. That if you would have just dug in that scripture a little bit, you would have find hidden treasures, hidden opportunities. Most of my books came from my time with God, if not all of them. Every single one of my books, to a degree, every single video I do, besides live Q and A's, came from my reading from God. <clears throat> came from just allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me as I'm. Uh, reading the word and my, the holiness journal came out of my time with God reading the word counterfeit a counterpart came from that spirit that's one scripture that talks about test every spirit deceivers of God that one scripture produced that whole book that one scripture produced this whole book 300 some pages and if I would just glossed over and just kept reading I would have missed the gold so what I mean by that is don't just read the word to check off a thing on your to-do list Read the word to check off the things on your heart to do on a list of your heart. And then the Holy Spirit will begin to show you, write a book from this, create a song from this, um, create a dance from this, um, um, create a film from this. And you'll be surprised how much scripture has inspired multi-million dollar ideas over time. So I hope that helps. And please keep me updated, Michaela. You know what we're talking about. Follows closer. Thanks so much, coach. You're so welcome. Lillian Russell, word, word, Nita Gaddy, yes. Lillian Russell says, what's your take on Christians dating sites? Kindly talk about this. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't, this is my opinion, and I never want to be like, I'm God, and this is gospel. But I don't think they're uh, necessary. I don't think Christian dating sites are necessary because it's almost saying that I don't need God. You don't have to make yourself available for the one that's available to you. And what I mean by that, you have the greatest resource. And oftentimes we are looking for an assistant before we asking God and acknowledging God to find our current assignment that will prepare us to be with the assistant. If I didn't fulfill the assignments in my life, if I wasn't focused on me, I won't be. I wouldn't have been fruitful for her. I wouldn't have been fruitful to my wife. So the thing is, when you put yourself on these dating sites, now notifications, you're looking for notifications, you're too busy focusing on something that only God can do. Let me tell you the two things you need to focus on and the three things you shouldn't focus on. The two things you should always focus on is who and what. Who are you? Who is God to you? And what you need to be doing right now. Those are the only two things you need to focus on right now. The who and the what. The when, the where, and the how, that belongs to God. When you meet him, where you meet him, how you'll meet him, that's in God's control. 
Only God can handle the when, the where, and the how. Only he knows that. All he wants you to do is to worry about the who. Who are you? Who is he to you? And what you need to do right now. Focus on that. And I'm telling you that your man will come. Your husband will come. You don't need no dating sites. You don't need no marketing strategies. You don't have to. You can be in your house for 50 days in a row. If God told you to be in your house for 50 days in a row, not to go nowhere and grocery store, groceries came to you and all that stuff, and you don't have to leave, you, you will have a better chance of finding your husband in those 50 days or five months than someone on a dating site. Because God don't need you. <laughs> God doesn't need our help. All we got to do is make sure that we are help enough to be, uh, we got to make sure that we're helpmate enough for the mate that we want to come and be with us. I'm telling you, God doesn't need dating sites. God doesn't need group chats. God doesn't need anything. All he wants you to focus on is who are you? Are you even ready? Let's look at the who. Who are you? I'm not talking about just you. I'm just talking about anybody. Who are you? Are you ready for a husband? What do you want in a husband? You got to you gotta focus on uh, who you are in comparison to what you want. If what you want is this caliber of man, a man of God, a, 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 a man in shape, a man that's emotionally balanced and all that kind of stuff, you got to say, am I that balanced? Am I prepared? Because oftentimes when you focus on looking for someone, you end up not being that someone. So if you're focusing on dating sites and meeting this person, stuff like that, then you're more distracted in customizing the man you want, customizing the woman you want, building the boo, buildaboo.com on these websites, trying to build a boo that you don't become the boo that you need to be. And now you become some scary like boo. And all of a sudden you can't even be a boo because you're too scary for him. And what I mean by that is you got to ask, do I match what I'm asking for? So focus on who you are and what you need to do to increase that who. Do you even know what your purpose is? Do you even know why you're here? Do you even know uh, 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 what you're here to do? How's your worship? This is W. Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? And how's your worship? H. Who, who, how's your history? What's your history? What's your habits? What are they? What's your history like? Are Are you a direct uh, carbon copy of your mother, of your dad, of bad habits? What's your habits? So what's your worship? W. How's your worship? How's your work ethic? Uh, uh, what's my other W? How's your worship? How's your work ethic? Um, how's your weight? I'm not talking about women, talking about men and women. Weight. We're talking about spiritual and physical weight. We're not talking about am I in shape as well as and what kind of baggage am I carrying? You can be 120 pounds and weigh 500 pounds emotionally. <laughs> you can be 200 pounds fit in shape as a man and weigh 700 pounds mentally. You got to lay aside every sin and weight. That's so easy possession. So who are you? Who's are you? Do you know who you are to God? Do you know who you are to yourself? Do you, what's your weight like? What's your work ethic like? What's your worship like? H, how's your habits? How's your health? Is God the center of your happiness, right? Uh, uh, are you helpful? What do what will you bring to the table? Oh, what's your obedience like? Uh, are you obeying God? Are you operating in your giftings and callings? When my wife met me, I was an operation of my calling. When I met my wife, she was an operation of her calling. It wasn't like I was uh, 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 that I was just some guy that just no. I knew who I was. I was pretty much sure about my purposes. I was in operation. So, what's your worship like? What's your uh, uh, work ethic like? What's your weight like spiritually and physically? Uh, uh, what's who? Do you know who you are and what you're supposed to do? What's your habits like? What's your health like? You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, what's your hope in? Because if your hope is in God, you don't got to worry about being moved by anyone. And what's your obedience like? And what's your, uh, uh, are you in operation of your purpose? 
That's what you need to be on who.com, <laughs> not boo.com. Hope they help. Uh oh. Oh my look at my wife. So good. See, see, do you see? Hold on now. Let me don't look. You look like a snack in that picture. That little Debbie snack right there now. And I miss my uh miss my spot. Uh hey, coach. My wife distracted me. I'm so sorry, y'all. Now, where the question's at? Nita Gaddy, thank you. You're so welcome. Tommy Cola says, love your insight. Thank you. You're so welcome. Got time for maybe two more and I got to go. Just finished the workout. So I got to get my bio light in to make sure that I ain't <clears throat> dehydrated, huh? which I'm not. You're welcome, Miss D. My wife said so good. That's good wisdom, E. God gets to glory, babe. Hello, my African-American brother. What's up, family? You're from Ethiopia. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching, fam. I'm glad you got one. Lillian Russ says, wow, thank you. The when, the how, and who belongs to him. I'm telling you, Lillian, the who and the what belongs to you. The when, the where, and the how belongs to God. That's when you have more peace. You have more peace when you let God deal with the when, the where, and the how. Listen, as a husband, I, it's interesting how I'm carrying the life that I'm carrying right now. The life that I'm carrying right now could be heavy for some. Some people wouldn't know what to do with the life I'm carrying. We're talking about full-time marriage, full-time ministry, a school system where I'm carrying the school socially, emotionally, as a counselor, uh, and, and, and other things that I got to do, right? But you know how I can carry it? It's not about the weight that you carry. It's about how you carry it. So what I do is I only focus on the who and the what. The when, the where, the how, when, the how, when we're going to get this house, where we're going to get this house, how we're going to get this house. I ain't thinking about that. That's God's job. I'm in covenant. I'm in covenant with the living God. He got houses I didn't build. He got vineyards I don't got to attend. Right now, the wealth of the wicked is being laid up for me. My name is on certain stuff. So why am I worried about, uh, uh, because oftentimes when it comes to provision from God, he doesn't provide the conventional way. He provides however he wants. So I got a creative God when it comes to provision. I got a God. I got people right now who's got, who's thinking about me right now with $20,000, $50,000 checks. I'm not worried about that. God got money laid up for me. And when it's time for them for that money to get to me, he does it. So I don't got to worry about the when, the where, and the how. Because I know there's a house out there that matches everything my wife wants. That's sitting on a bunch of land and probably sitting on top of oil. And somebody's about to give it to me. I ain't worrying about it. I ain't worrying about the truck that I want. I ain't worrying about it. When, the where, and the how. That's on God. Everything else is on me. Everything else is on me. I'm not worried about the, the when, the where, and the how. That's, so, that's stressful. The reason why people are stressed is because they're trying to do what only God can do. That's why people stressed out. When am I going to get this job? Where is this job at? How am I going to get this job? Uh, when am I going to get married? Where is my husband and wife? And how am I going to get married? You know, my whole wedding, my whole wedding and marital experience to this point has been a miracle. Miracle after miracle. Miracle after miracle. Miracle, 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 miracle. Miracle, 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 miracle. Miracle, 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 miracle. So that's my encouragement on that. Uh, feeling my spirit, I gotta go. You know, when it once once I'm tapped out, once the Holy Spirit's like, we good, 
I ain't no need to force anything. So I hope y'all was blessed by this. Oh, hope y'all was blessed by this. Make sure you hit that post notifications, man. So you'll know when I go live. No man, no woman knows the hour when I'm going to go live. All the time, I don't know. I took a nap, went to go work. I was supposed to go live. And I go live. So hit that bell so you can get all post notifications. That's right. I'm going to leave it up there. Miracle, 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 miracle. I'm telling you, man. He, he he's uh, What's that song? Uh, ah, I forgot the song. Uh, man. Anyway. Miracle. So I got resources. Make sure you check out my latest book, The Wholeness Journal. Uh, are you whole enough to hold? Are you whole enough to hold the precious things of life? Well, it's over a hundred and so questions on there for you to reflect on. They got pages for you to reflect. Um, you have uh, 25 articles on wholeness. You also have a 52-week journal in the back. It's good for teens. It's good for singles. It's good for dating couples. It's good for married couples. And it's good for families. This book's a great research. And this card game right here, man, I can't wait till y'all see the genius behind this card game that the Holy Spirit created. I'm telling you, get this card game. It's fun. It's almost like uh, phase 10. The first one who spelled whole wins. So each letter, in order for you to put a letter down, you got to answer the question. Depends on how you want to play. Some people just play with the letters. They just, whoever spells whole wins a quick way, W-H-O-L-E, whoever spells it, they win. Uh, other people, they'll, they'll have a great discussion. Each card has a discussion on there that y'all can discuss and talk about that question. Like you see worship on there. Uh, some of the questions might be, why is it important to worship God when it comes to wholeness, right? All that kind of stuff. Um, making God your only worship, right? And, and it's like other W's might be work ethic. Other W's might be a worry card. You might get a worry card. And, and there's activities that go with this card game. So before you put the card down, you got to be ready to do planks, push-ups, sit-ups. You got to be ready to encourage people. You got to be ready to do mathematical, quick mathematical equations. Just a fun, interactive, fun way uh, um, to just kind of uh, play the game. You don't have to do the activity. You can just play it straight out with the letters. But if you want to play the full game, discussion, letters, and activities is a fun way to play. And those links are in the chat box. So if you scroll up in those who are watching in live right now, scroll up and those links are in the chat. So you can go right to the books, go right to the card games, go right to the merch. Because uh, we also got merch as well. And you see my wife in the right. So we got uh, mer uh, merch to go with our shirt. So make sure you go to our uh, website, IamUnplugged.com for books, card games, merch, and all that good stuff. And also check out this book, The Purpose of Singleness. Um, Are You Whole or Full of Holes? This book was a, a prerequisite to this one. But for singles, it's for everybody, really. Good good principles in there. But the wholeness book is for everyone, for sure. Uh, get that book as well. Dating Prep, How to Date God and Date Yourself and to Become Dateable. So you can date the love of your life forever. Also got this book called uh, The Purpose of Freedom for those who are struggling with soul ties and strongholds. This book right here is a great resource, like that bird right there. Jesus been done set us free, but we got to fly in freedom. We got to walk in freedom. A lot of us are sitting with open cages, but we're staying in the cage. That book's available there. Also, my book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, How to Continue to Discern the Will of God in Every Area of Your Life. This book is also available. Great book on discernment. Also, my children's book. Me and my wife wrote a book, uh, uh, collaborated for sure. Um, as he says, Asians for the students I serve. Uh, um, these are cartoon characters. See that guy right there? That's me in the back. My wife in the far right. That's my wife. And all these kids are kids that we created. My we and my wife. I, we we remember to this day in our other townhome when we were just sitting there and God gave us each of these kids' names and each of these kids, including the dog, represents the gift of the spirit. And it's just dope how God gave us this, this, this genius idea. Also, if you are dealing with spiritual warfare, I got a book called World War Me, Winning the War Within. It's a great book on the whole armor of God and how to do it, spiritual warfare, all that good stuff. 
So all that stuff's available on my website, IamUnplugged.com, or simply just go to Amazon for the books. But um, if you feel led, oh, if you feel led to support, um, you can uh, donate to help us create more resources and tools and help us uh, uh, with our mentoring program. I help a lot of students at my school come up with their YouTube channels, come up with their podcasting, come up with their merch. So all your support help us to give help students become entrepreneurs and help students find the expertise. So you also help me do that as well. I think that's it. Let me make sure I, because most people at the end, thank y'all so much for watching. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. Uh, and also check out our uh, Ezzy Life, the Ezzy Life YouTube channel. Me and wife vlog, we're gonna vlog some more soon. But check it out. Love y'all. Peace.